You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by the 90 Min Football Network. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon, and this is episode two of our Arsenal player review series. And the focus, the subject of today's show is the breath of fresh air that has been Aaron Ramsdale. We're going to be looking at what Aaron Ramsdale has brought to Arsenal Football Club at the start of this season. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of the key differences between he and Bern Leno. I'm going to give some of your thoughts, some of your comments from the live chat. And uh, and of course, uh, we're going to have a good old chinwag about it, like we always do here on the Chronicles of Aguna. Just a couple of quick reminders. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit the like button on the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're new. We're around about a couple of hundred subscribers away from hitting our next benchmark, which is 17,000 here on YouTube. And of course, a big thank you to those of you that continuously listen to the shows as well via the audio platforms, because um, you guys are phenomenal. And I want to say a massive thank you to you, to the YouTubers, to everybody, because the channel continues to grow. The podcast continues to grow and it's only going to get bigger. And that means it's only going to get better. So really looking forward. Uh, to seeing how far we can take this thing, because it's been a great ride so far. Right, uh, let's say a few hellos to some of you in the live chat box at the moment. Big hello to the Wandering Minstrel. Hope you're well. It says, greetings, Harry, and all true gooners. Hope you're well. Uh, Benchwarmers FC TV says, finally, can watch this live from across the pond. Uh, big shout out to everybody across the pond who regularly tunes in uh, and listens to the podcast. Uh, hope you're all well. Uh, big hello to CCAFC. He says, great series, Harry. Uh, glad to see that you guys are enjoying it. And look, as I said yesterday, during the international break, it does get difficult uh, to keep putting out content and to keep putting out content that you you wholeheartedly believe in. Because you get to a point as a content creator where, and, and look, I don't mind being open and upfront about this, you know, as a content creator, especially if you're doing it as at least part of your living, then you rely on views and downloads and all of that stuff for revenue, for income. And when you get to an international break, it feels like a massive kick in the balls because you've worked so hard for the last few weeks to get things up to this kind of peak. And then through no fault of your own, just the general interest in club football just takes a massive nosedive. And all of a sudden, you're kind of scrambling around and trying to find things to talk about. So I figured that this player review series would be a little bit different and maybe a little bit more appealing than the standard. Let's check in where Arsenal as a football team, as a football club are at at this point. So we decided to do it. And um, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, we did the episode. The first episode was on Kieran Tierney. Uh, you can find that. It w- it came out yesterday, so you can check that one out if you wish to do so. It is on the channel. It is on the audio platforms as well. Um, and yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's get on with it. Uh, just quickly, hello to David, uh, to Terence, um, to Inter, and uh, to Lester Paul, who says he's listening in his office in Trinidad and Tobago. Smash the like button. I'm sure the weather in Trinidad and Tobago 
is a lot better than it is here. Uh, so big, uh, big shout out to everybody tuning in uh, from over there as well, because actually looking at the stats, we do get a fair amount of listeners from that part of the world. So uh, big hello to you all. So back to the original question, what is it that Aaron Ramsdale has brought to Arsenal Football Club? And I guess the the way to start this show would be to kind of, I know I've been rambling on for four minutes, but yeah, I'm only just beginning it properly now. Um, I, I guess the the way to start this is to give a little bit around the backstory of Aaron Ramsdale and how he came to Arsenal Football Club and what the general opinion and consensus was around him when Arsenal uh, did make that move. And I guess I've got to be honest, you know, I've got to be open and honest. I was one of those people that sat there and went, Aaron Ramsdale. And and look, we do that because we don't watch these players week in, week out. You know, I'd have seen Aaron Ramsdale on match of the day. I'd have seen highlights of him. That thing of him getting relegated twice in a row was nagging away in the back of my mind. But I'm not afraid to admit that he has won me over incredibly quickly. And look, it was never really an issue for me around the, the idea of the signing for the longer term, because I think that Arsenal need to do that now. We're in a place as a football club where, and I say it all the time, I, I'm, I'm probably going, um, you know, I, I'm probably saying the same thing over and over again, but you, you know that we don't have the money to compete with City, with Chelsea, with United. And the only way that we're going to close that gap and be competitive with those sides is if we recruit well, if we recruit smart, if we put ourselves in a position whereby when we need to, we can sell players, which has been a big problem. You know, we talk a lot about Arsenal spending over the last few years, but actually the inability to be able to then move people on and recuperate at least some of our initial investments has then caused us problems further down the line. It's meant that we've been left with players that we haven't wanted anymore, that we've struggled to get rid of. And, and so for me, the idea of signing younger um, homegrown players who will, for the most part, maintain their value uh, a lot longer seemed like the smartest business move and, and the smartest approach to take. But with Aaron Ramsdale, I hadn't seen a great deal that made me think he was top, top and, and you know, absolutely elite. You know, I, I never felt that about Aaron Ramsdale. I still, for all the praise that I'm about to heap on him over the course of this podcast, I still feel like Aaron Ramsdale is, has got a mistake in him, just like every goalkeeper. There isn't a goalkeeper in the world that doesn't have a mistake in him. Maybe Aaron Ramsdale's mistakes will come a little bit more frequently than those who are right at the top level, but he will develop. You know, he's young, he will develop, and he is part of this. You know, people talk about the process and they mock that buzzword and they don't like the term being used. And to a degree, I understand why people find it irritating. But part of the process is to build for the longer term. And it's something that Arsenal failed to do badly over the years. And Aaron Ramsdale fits into that. But, you know, I think the big standout thing about Aaron Ramsdale when he's come in um, has been his character. And I appreciate that he's put in some good displays as a goalkeeper, but his character has almost elevated the fans' opinion of him uh, hugely. And, and that's where somebody's character can help. You know, we, we talk about Bern Leno and I'll come on to talk about this a little bit later on in more detail, but Bern Leno is a bit of a blank canvas. You know, you never see those signs of caring and passion from Bern Leno. That's not to say he's a bad goalkeeper. 
You know, it's not to say that he he isn't as good as Aaron Ramsdale currently, but Bern Leno for me is a different type of goalkeeper. And he's the type of goalkeeper that, first of all, in my personal opinion, is not the type we need. In my personal opinion, is not the type I even like. Um, but also his lack of a character and lack of kind of authority within the team, I think makes it really difficult to kind of get behind him. It makes him very unlovable. And again, you know, compare Leno to Martinez, who so many of us were disappointed to see leave the club the way he did. And when he did, it was Martinez's character, just as much as his goalkeeping ability that made the Arsenal fans warm to him gravitate towards him and that is so so important you want to feel engaged as a fan with not just your club in general but with individual players that's how you fall in love with football that well you know you fall in love with football again you fall in love with um your club again and you fall in love with the individuals and you get behind them and look sometimes in football you will get burnt by that you will feel like that about an individual player who then goes on to leave and joins one of your rivals or some crap like that and you, you can get burnt by having that attachment. But when you do have that attachment at the time, there is nothing better. When you are engaged in the individuals as well as the club and the wider project, there is nothing better than that. You know, and, and admittedly, I know I went off on a tangent, but trying to take my trailer thought back to where I was. Admittedly, when Aaron Ramsdale was talked about and when we heard that he was going to cost us in excess of 25 million pounds my first my first thought was this is too much money and it was it was my first thought partly because i wasn't sure that he'd be the number one immediately and you're sitting there and you're thinking at that point in time arsenal still probably need to address three or four positions in the team and we're about to go and spend 25 million pounds on a goalkeeper who we don't even think is going to start so all of that kind of combined made me worried about it, made me feel like the signing was not the right move and was one that would end in 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 failure. And look, we can't say one way or another whether the signing of Aaron Ramsdale is going to be a success or not uh, at this point. It is still so early in his Arsenal career, but he has won me over. He's won me over in, in a lot of ways, which we're going to come on to talk about in a little bit more detail. But just going back... Um, I just wanted to put my hands up and say that I was one of those people that was unsure as to whether this was a wise move, as to whether it was the right thing for Arsenal be, to be doing, given the circumstances. But I talked about his character. I talked about the personal buy-in that we seem to have now with Aaron Ramsdale. Um, and again, you know, just like I was saying with, with Bern Leno before, I think the fact that Bern Leno is kind of, was kind of the one that everybody saw. I, I don't know if you want to use the word responsible, but the reason as to why Emmy Martinez left, I think that turned people on Bern Leno. I, I do, you know, not for me because I I tried uh, to to understand the situation. And look, Emmy Martinez did incredibly well, but he came in for a what nine ten game spell. Burn Leno hadn't really done all that much wrong. It wasn't as though Burn Leno was dropped and Emmy Martinez had come in and really kind of set the world on fire. And we'd all gone, wow, you know, we'd had this massive epiphany. Burn Leno was injured. And that's why Martinez come in. He took the opportunity. 
I've said it to you guys before and I'll say it again. I was privileged enough to sit in on an interview with Emmy Martinez. I wasn't the one conducting it, but I sat in on an interview with him. And one of the things that came out of that for me that was very, very um, different to what had probably been reported by a lot of outlets was that actually he wasn't told that he was never going to play. He was told that he would have to fight for the spot with Bern Leno. And at that point, you know, Bern Leno, as I say, had only dropped out of the team because he was injured, not for any other reason. And therefore, I think at the time, that was a perfectly fair stance for Mikel Arteta to take. Now, it wasn't enough for Emi Martinez. He wanted to be guaranteed to be a number one. And that is what, uh, you know, pushed him towards wanting to leave. Um, you know, but also the offer came in, Arsenal needed to sell and it, it made sense for everybody. Martinez didn't want to fight for a number one spot. He wanted to be a number one. Bern Leno was coming back. Arsenal needed the money and there were Aston Villa waiting in the wings and, and the deal got done. So I think Bern Leno in a lot of ways has been kind of treated unfairly because people almost look at him and, and say he's responsible for you know, for, for us losing Martinez, who became a fan favourite um, during that spell that he was uh, playing regular football for us. So, you know, that's um, that's something that Bern Leno's had to contend with since. It's almost like, um, have you ever been in that situation where like, and I don't know about you guys, and I, I was probably in this situation when I was a kid, there was like a girl that you wanted to go out with and you'd you'd text her and she'd say, um, uh, you know, you'd text her and you'd say, oh, do you want to go out tonight? And then she wouldn't reply to you. And then from fear of ending up sitting at home doing nothing by yourself on a Saturday night, you'd then text your mates and say, um, lads, what, what's going on? Let's go out tonight. You'd make your plans with your mates. And then just as you're getting ready to go, the girl would finally reply and say, yeah, let's meet up later. And then you're in this shit position where you're kind of out with your mates and you're looking at them and you're like, I'd rather be out with this bird tonight, but I'm already with you guys. And I already said I'd be with you guys. And now I'm kind of resenting you uh, for that next couple of hours because, um, because I wish I was on this date instead. That's, that's kind of how it is a bit with Bern Leno, where you look at him and you go, um, you know, you haven't really done all that much wrong or not as much wrong as some people would have you believe, but I could have had something better. So I'm going to resent you for it. And I do, I genuinely do think that Bern Leno suffers from that because he hasn't become a shit keeper overnight. Um, you know, he's different to Ramsdale and we'll come on to talk about some of those differences from a more technical standpoint in a, in a moment or two. I think with Ramsdale, though, I, I talked a lot about the character and he's brought a lot of that to that back line. You know, I, I've spoken about him being lovable, about him being passionate. Um, uh, he looks and comes across as somebody who's really happy to, you know, to be at the football club, understands the value of being at Arsenal Football Club. And maybe that's something that you don't always get with with foreign players. Um, and, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way in any shape or form. And there'd be plenty of foreign players that have come in over the years and have realized over time what Arsenal Football Club is, what it means, how big it is and how privileged they are to represent it. But I do think that if you were brought up in this country and you grew up in this country, you naturally 
or at least should have a greater understanding from the off about the club standing in the in the English game. So I think that helps, you know, I, I think that helps get people to understand who it is they're joining and, and what it means that they're joining Arsenal Football Club right from the off. I think sometimes if you're a little bit, and I'm not going to say people coming from abroad are oblivious to Arsenal because it's a worldwide brand, it's a worldwide football club, but there will be some who maybe don't realise the magnitude of the football club until they actually arrive um, here in in London. So, yeah, look, I think that Ramsdale was obviously taken all of that on the chin. He's very good at expressing that. He's very good at putting that across. And obviously that helps. I also think Ramsdale is a much better fit to the style of play uh, Arsenal are trying to implement at the moment. And you talk a lot about playing the ball out from the back. I've spoken time and time again over the last couple of seasons about Bern Leno just simply making the wrong decisions at the wrong times uh, with the ball at his feet. And obviously, that's had a detrimental effect at times. We've talked about Xhaka. We've talked about other players getting uh, dispossessed in and around their own penalty area. Danny Ceballos. Um, and and the, the reality is that, yes, they should do better in those situations as footballers. They should glance over their shoulder. They should be aware of what's going on. They should be able to deal with um, the press that is coming inevitably nowadays in the Premier League, etc., etc., but I just think that there's been so many times where Leno has put those players in those horrible situations and has almost kind of sneaked out of the back door when it comes to delivering the blame. And, and he's kind of got away with it. And it irritates me because I do think as a goalkeeper, you're in that very privileged position of being able to see the field in front of you and you have the best you know, view to be able to make sure that you make that right decision. If you're a central midfielder facing your own goal, you know, you can only see your own goal. You can't see completely to your right. You can't see to completely to your left. And you certainly can't bloody see what's going on behind you. So it it's it's a much more difficult circumstance to navigate. And I feel like Leno has just got away with it on a few occasions, whereby I believe he um, has put us in bad positions. And then the players have taken the flak for it when they've been dispossessed. Um, so I talk about Ramsdale and him being a better fit. I think he is a lot more confident in his distribution of the ball. We've seen him pick out passes at times that have been kind of on the border of risky, but have led to us causing or, or creating or, or beginning really good counter-attacks. So I think for me, um, you know, you've got to give Ramsdale credit in that sense. It's obviously something that Arsenal have looked at uh, in the lead up to purchasing him. His ability to ping long balls out is something that's been, uh, there's been a, a lot made of. And I think he's done that quite well at times. Didn't really do it against Brighton, if I'm being honest. And, and he alluded to that in his post-match interview. Fair play. He was open. He was honest. He was clear about it. I think the conditions didn't help that night. I know a lot of people, a lot of Arsenal fans over the last few days have been saying, we can't blame the conditions for the poor performance. And I'm not saying you blame the, the conditions for the poor performance. But there is an element as a goalkeeper where your if you're going for long kicking your your game is going to be more impacted than somebody else's because those elements those conditions the weather is going to have a negative impact so i see both sides to that but i do think that although ramsdale himself didn't blame the weather i do think that was a challenge that he faced that night um i also think he's less robotic than burn leno and this has been a big thing for me with burn leno over the years and if you are a long-time listener or subscriber of the show, you'd have heard me say this on more than one occasion. Bern Leno can be robotic in those situations. He can be 
almost so conditioned to playing the way that the manager wants that he doesn't read what is happening in front of him, what is unfolding in front of him. And as I mentioned previously, put people into into really, um, you know, precarious situations and situations that often lead to us conceding goals. So I think that Ramsdale seems to have a greater ability. And yes, the sample size is smaller so far, but he seems to have a greater ability to understand a, what the manager wants and what he should be looking to do, but also understanding that there will be times where, as Jens Lehmann once famously said, you play the game, you don't let the game play you. And, and that's where sometimes you will go long. Sometimes you will um, hit a hopeless ball out just to clear your lines. And that is part and parcel of football. It's not ideal. It's not what you train for. It's not, but, you know, Sometimes you do things that you need to do just to get by in certain situations. So fair play um, to Aaron Ramsdale, because I think he's a lot better in that sense than Bern Leno. The other big thing for me is, is he dominates his penalty area. You know, he dominates his penalty area so well and he takes pressure off of his defenders. He comes and claims crosses. I, th I felt that particularly in that win at Burnley, that was so, so key. It was so important that Aaron Ramsdale just came out and caught a couple of crosses that took the pressure off of us because it's not just about defending the initial cross, it's about defending the second ball as well. And quite simply, if your goalkeeper comes out and catches it, there is no second ball to deal with. So you're instantly mitigating, in my opinion, half of the risk. So I think that, that Ramsdale's done that brilliantly. And not only does he do that in an aerial sense, I think he... He dominates his penalty area more in the sense of his starting position is a little bit higher up the pitch. His starting position is, um, you know, that five, six, maybe seven yards further forward. That means that then his centre-backs can push that little bit further forward, knowing that he's alert and he's on the edge of his box, waiting to sweep up anything that needs to be sweeped up. But also, um, and, and listen, this is not a criticism of Aaron Ramsdale, but just an example of. Um, you know, how how his starting position is different. If you cast your mind back to the North London derby win, do you remember the save that he made from Lucas Moura right at the end of the game where he sort of dived back and he got an arm to the ball, didn't he? And he just pushed it onto the crossbar. So when you look at that again, and I have looked at that again, you could actually be slightly critical of Aaron Ramsdale there. Look, it's a fantastic save. It's great that he gets a hand to it. And obviously, it turns out to be a vital hand. But should his starting position have been that far off his line? And if he was more on his line, would he have had to be at full stretch to make the save? Probably not. But that is just, it's not a criticism of Aaron Ramsdale. It's just the sign of how Aaron Ramsdale positions himself as a goalkeeper in comparison to Bern Leno, in that he is that few yards further forward. And that helps not just with sweeping up behind your defence, but also one-on-one -on -one situations. It means you can get to the attacker quicker. So although he made the save and it was a very good save, I'm not criticising him, but that was evidence of how even in those situations, even when you're behind the ball, Aaron Ramsdale's positioning is slightly more advanced than Bern Leno's um, because that's the way he's been coached. That's the way he feels he is in, more in control of the goalkeeping situation. So uh, there you go. Look, Aaron Ramsdale, um, of course, signed in the summer and he is part of the new hope at Arsenal. And, and that obviously helps. It means that people buy into him. It means that people will support him. 
And look, the, the guy has got an infectious smile and he is somebody who, for me, um, displays all the right values, all the values that we as a football club have probably been missing for too long now. If we're going to get back to where we need to be, it is going to be a slow process, guys. I'm sorry, but that is the reality. And people like Aaron Ramsdale are going to be key to it. I don't want to blow too much smoke up his ass because it is early days. And like I said earlier on in the show, I do think that Aaron Ramsdale is going to make mistakes during his Arsenal career, like any goalkeeper. He's still young. He's still learning. He's nowhere near his peak just yet. But we need to stay behind these kind of people and, and stay behind these kind of characters because with them and, and if we can develop them, we stand the best chance we've stood in a long time of getting back to at least somewhere like where Arsenal should be at this moment in time. Because we've tried the whole go out and bring this guy in and then next year bring that guy in. And we've spent big amounts of money on really distinctly average players. Arsenal have taken a different approach. People don't want Mikel Arteta in. Fine. Um, I get it. I understand it. I would say um, that from kind of things that I've I've heard, things that I've been told, things that I've sort of read, the impression I get, and while it would not be publicly said or, or you know, publicly endorsed is that this is a project being built for Arsenal, not for Mikel Arteta. And what I mean by that is if indeed Arsenal did part ways with Mikel Arteta, they would still be in a position as a club where they feel that the signings they have made will be of use to the new manager. And there would be almost an insistence on the new manager to include these guys as part of their plan. This kind of investment, it's not just into Mikel Arteta and not just into Mikel Arteta's Arsenal. It's into the Arsenal. And it's it's aimed and directed at trying to get us uh, back to where we need to be as soon as possible. Right, let's take uh, just a, a couple of your comments uh, from the live chat box before we wrap it up, because I have got to dash this evening uh, doing some work tonight on the Italy versus Spain game in the UEFA Nations League semi-final. That should be a really good watch. And I was at the semi-final at Euro 2020 between those two sides. One of the best games I've been to, honestly. I thought it was incredible. So really looking forward to this one. I know it's not quite the same. It's the Nations League, but should be a good watch. And then you've got the second one tomorrow between France and Belgium before the, uh, the final coming up at the weekend. So lots of exciting football coming our way. Um, even if you're not a big fan of the international scene, these games are appealing to me anyway. Uh, big thank you to Benchwarmers for your very, very kind Super Chat donation, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the donations. I appreciate all the likes, all the subscribers. Thank you all so much. If you'd like to become a member, you can do so by clicking on the link in the description too. Um, I just thought I'd drop that in there while I remember because somebody asked me earlier on Twitter and I haven't got around to replying yet. Um, Benchwarmer says, are we shooting ourselves in the foot if Leno leaves and not having a decent backup? Unless you rate our young guns, Liverpool struggled with Adrian. Yeah, look, I, the goalkeeping position is a tough one, isn't it? Because you have to find that balance between finding somebody who's a competent deputy, but is also quite happy with being a deputy because it's not a position that you tinker or that you want to tinker around with too much. And so whoever comes in, will be doing so in the knowledge that they're probably only going to play a handful of games. Said it on a podcast recently. I think it was Dan DeLuca that said it actually uh, on our social club show. There isn't a worse time to be a number two at Arsenal just because of the lack of European football and all of that. Um, and the the kind of reduction in games that that means for 
the the backup goalkeeper. But I don't think Berliner's going anywhere during the course of this season. I know he's been speaking um, about the potential of moving away in the winter, or at least thinking about it in the winter. Uh, you know, and and look, if he wants to go, he wants to go. But I think Arsenal as a football club should probably just put their foot down and keep hold of him unless a really good offer comes in. Um, keep hold of him until the end of the season and then review the situation. I think for me, and, you know, I talked about a lot of things regarding Berlin and things that I don't necessarily um, like about him that I don't necessarily think are, or, or things that I feel are weaknesses in his game. But for me as well, the, the kind of the kind of parallel running alongside what you think about Berlino as a goalkeeper is that Berlino has been quite open about talking about leaving the club and on more than one occasion. And that worries me. And I think there are question marks around his commitment. He's not signed a new contract, et cetera, et cetera. I think we can all agree he's probably going to leave in the summer. But it just feels a little bit... Um, like it's one of those, it's like it's, it's like a marriage that he doesn't want to be in, and and then therefore that makes you not want to be him to be in it either. And it's it's really difficult to kind of uh, you know to to kind of work out what the right kind of stance is to take on Berlino. But I do think that kind of uncertainty around his future contributes to people not really being you know so pleased with him at this moment in time aside from his performances his technical flaws etc etc right let me um let me take uh, a couple more of your questions um matt Devereux says what is this clickbait ramsdale has been very impressive what i like about him is his demeanor in his interviews with seaman he seems so mature for a young man yeah when i say what's he brought to the team i mean in a positive way not a negative way. Uh, Omar says, with all going rosy for Ramsdale at the moment, do you think he'll have the character to deal with a setback? Because let's be honest, he will have a dip in form at one point. I would say this. Is there a bigger setback in football than being relegated in successive seasons? I'm not sure that there is. So to see Aaron Ramsdale displaying such confidence despite that, I think says so much about the lad's character and so much about how mentally strong he is and how much he believes in his own ability. So I'm not really worried about Ramsdale's character. I think he's got that mental strength that is required. But I do agree with you, Omar. There will be setbacks. There will be um, dips in form. It's 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 part and parcel of football. Every goalkeeper has them, more so young goalkeepers. And Aaron Ramsdale is still that, a very young goalkeeper. Um, when you consider kind of how long goalkeepers tend to play or how much longer they can kind of stay at their peak. So, yeah, you know, I think there will be a dip in form at one point and I'm expecting it. Hopefully it doesn't last for too long, but I'm not worried about his capacity to bounce back from it uh, in answer to your question. Uh, big thank you to Alex Garner. He says, Harry, how's the baby coming along? She's doing fine. Thank you very much. Keeping me up at night. More so my wife, but you can hear it, can't you? It, it just is what it is. Um, but the last couple of nights, I don't want to jinx it. Touchwood have been a little bit better and I'm feeling a little bit more refreshed now that this cold's gone or at least improved. Uh, but thank you for asking, mate. Really, really appreciate it. Right. I am going to leave it there and I'm going to catch you guys uh, tomorrow with some more Arsenal and football related content. Don't forget to hit the like button on the video if you haven't done so already. Let's try and get up to... Uh, let's see where we are first, because I don't even know what we're on on likes. Um, 
Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? I sound like Delia Smith. Where are you? Uh, we have got 48 likes on the board. Let's try and get that up to 75. Uh, that should be easy. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're new. Let's try and get to that 17K mark as soon as possible. If you want to become a member, you can do so by clicking on the link in the description. If you're listening via audio, please, please do leave us a review. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Until then, take care. All the best. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.